Hey, welcome back to the Saved and Savage podcast season two. We're trying to inspire dads to step out of average and into savage. Today, I've got four questions that are going to help you connect with your kids. I don't know if you've been having a difficult time trying to connect with your kids. Maybe you've got some teenagers. Maybe you're an adoptive dad. Maybe you're a stepdad. But if you're in any of those roles, there's a really good chance that you're you're having a difficult time connecting with your kids. First of all, let me tell you, you're not alone. This happens a lot. You're not a bad dad. The goal is that you'll be intentional. You can't, sometimes like when we're when our kids are young, we connect with them kind of easily. They, they look up to us, we're their heroes. And then right around those teenage years, somehow we become uncool. We're not the hero anymore. At least they're not willing to show it. And we feel like we're having a difficult time connecting. So use these questions, not in rapid succession, but use them kind of just sporadically whenever you can add them into a dialogue. Try not to make it awkward. I know we're dads and we make things awkward sometimes, but try not to make it awkward. Um, And just use these questions whenever you can. So the first question I want to hit is, what can I help you with? And we might need to change this to what, what do you need help with? Because we have to understand that we're not the guy that's going to be able to help them every single time, but we are the guy that might be able to connect them with with somebody that can help them every single time. See, I, I didn't do real great in math when I was a kid. When I was in school, my highest math um, class when I was a senior in high school was actually computer programming. I never did like all the trigonometry and like calculus and all that stuff. I just felt like it was a waste of my time, so I skipped it. But who knows, one day my daughter might really be into math and she might need help and I might have to find somebody and get her a tutor and say okay you need help with your math homework let me get you a tutor or let let me find somebody that can help you with that another thing that I might have to do is I might have to get on you uh, Google or YouTube and figure out how to do the math that she's doing so those, those are two different aspects two different ways that you can attack what can I help you with but really the the big word in this question is with, even though it's only four letters, it's a big word because what it's saying is we're doing something together. What can I help you with is really saying, what can we do together that's going to help benefit your life? The second question I want to talk about is what burdens can I lift? This means I'm going to do something for you. I know you're, maybe your kid is in a busy time. When I was in high school, I was in all kinds of clubs. I was, in, I was doing musicals. I was into sports. I was doing stuff at my church, and I didn't have a whole lot of time. I know it sounds crazy, especially now that I'm a dad, and um, <laughs> I've, I'm doing all kinds of different jobs now. Too many things haven't changed. But even in high school, I, I realized I was really busy. I was going to school, and I was in a part of so many different things. I had my hands in so many different things. And that question of what can I lift for you, what burden can I lift for you, goes a really long way. Even if your kid isn't involved in a bunch of different things, just having them hear that you want to help them by lifting something for them is going to make a deposit into their trust bank. See, if we want to influence our kids, which we want to influence our kids if we want to be leading them, and if we want to influence them, we've got to get them to trust us. A lot of us spend a lot of time trying to get them to believe that we love them when really what we ought to do is be investing more time into making them believe that they can trust us. So the third question is, what can I pray for you about? Or how can I pray for you? My daughter, before we put her to bed every night, my wife and I, we pray with our kid. One of the things we do is we ask her what she wants to pray for. And a lot of times it's Grammy and Grampy, Mimi and Pap, all my friends, all my people that I love. And she might pray for my knee because 
my knee's been kind of busted lately or she might pray for me if I've had a headache or if she knows somebody that's sick, she's going to pray for all these different kinds of people. But then we try to break it down and say, okay, what can we pray for you about? What are the things that are going on in your life? And these are, there's some like extra questions that go right along with this, which is, you know, what are some things that you're hoping for? That's how, if you want to pull out, what can I pray for you about? Because most of the time, let's be honest, if somebody asks us, what do you want prayer for? Most of the time we're like, ah, we're okay. And that's, there's a really good chance that's the kind of answer you're going to get from your kid. So, but don't just stop there. Don't use that because a lot of times that's just like a white flag and surrender. Use other questions to pull out what you could pray for them about. Another question you, I just mentioned, what are you hoping for? Another question is, what are you afraid of? What are some things that you're afraid of? I'm not afraid of anything. Okay, so you're not afraid of failing? You know, or you're not afraid of being alone? Because those are big ones. Go ahead and ask, ask those very pointed questions and see how they react. And let that dialogue happen. And why this question is so important is the other two questions are very physical. This question is spiritual. And if you want to connect with somebody, you really want to connect with them on a spiritual level. So use this question as often as you can. The fourth and final question is, what do you need me to spend money on? See, our kids see us work a lot, and a lot of us work long hours. And they know if we have money or if we don't. And if you've stressed over money and just because you just don't have enough, being willing and ballsy enough to say, hey, what do you need me to spend money on? It's going to make a big difference. And if they, they know that money's been tight, they may just say, you know what, Dad, I know money's been tight. You don't have to spend any money on me. And even if you have to take that as, a, okay, yeah, you're right, I probably shouldn't spend money on you. At least you went so far to say, you know what, you are more important than the money or the little bit of money that I have left. You are more important than all of the hours that I've put in, the 40, 50, 60 hours a week that I'm putting in to try to make as much money as I can to take care of our family. If there's something that you need, I want to make sure I'm able to provide it. What you do when you say, what do you need me to spend money on, is you're showing them that they are a priority in your life. So you guys, use these questions as often as you can. Like I said, don't ask them in rapid succession. But use them as often as you can to help you connect with your kids. Guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Saved and Savage Podcast Season 2. Make sure you're connecting with me on all of our social media accounts. Remember to be blessed. And as always, stay savage.